Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Welcome back, my friends. So glad that you're here. I just want to talk from my heart today. I've been pondering a lot lately about truth, about being truthful with ourselves, about being truthful with others. And we can always be truthful, whether it's to ourselves or to others. We just always want to remember that when we're showing up as truthful, we're also showing up as being loving and kind. We tend to have a negative connotation to being truthful, that if we're truthful, we're being unkind. But we're just being honest with ourselves and with others And as long as we are being honest in a kind way, not a vengeful way, not a judgmental way, it's the perfect way to show up. The reason why we have so many miscommunications with each other and misunderstandings is we skirt around telling the truth and being truthful with each other. So the first thing that comes to my mind is don't tell yourself things are fine when they're not. We sometimes tend to do that when we start comparing our situation to somebody else's situation, or maybe even a world situation. I I lived in Africa for 18 months, and I think of all the things that they go without and are still happy, and I complain about some technology on my phone or my computer I can't get to work. And I say, things are fine, thinking I have a faucet with running water. But truthfully, things are not fine. I'm frustrated. And it's keeping me from doing something I want to do. And then I get frustrated because I can't figure out how to do it or I can't find somebody. So... If I'm just truthful with myself, regardless of what's going on with somebody else that they have it worse, it's not fine. When my adult children leave my faith, leave from following the values of my faith, which I taught them that I was hopeful they would follow, I'm disappointed. 
Now, I can work my way through these great coaching tools I have to offer by being willing to feel a little disappointed and changing my thoughts about what's going on and focusing on what's going on what's going right but at the same time the truth is i'm disappointed when they have chosen to follow a different path in life and not following my faith is minor compared to some of the other challenges I work with that many women are going through. But that doesn't matter. It's still not fine with me. I just don't want it to become so um, monumental in my life that I quit loving them or that I quit loving myself, or that I blame myself for the way I raised him. The truth is, it is what it is. In this case of not following my faith, they are just not embracing the values that I wish they would be embracing. But that's all it is but I can deal with it and move on with my life if I can admit and be truthful with myself that I wish it was differently. That will help me get me closer to accepting that this is how they're going to live and just being able to love and get rid of the judgment. But I have to be truthful. Another thing that came up, I had a client contact me, and she said, this was after she'd gone through my coaching program, and she said, I need some help. When I am talking and somebody talks over me and doesn't let me finish, I immediately go to the thought of what I was saying was not important enough. Well, on one hand, you could say, yes, that could be true. It wasn't important enough to the person listening to it. But to her, it was important. And so if she's truthful, she just needs to say, I'm not finished speaking yet. And you say that in a kind, loving way. It could be like, wait a sec, I just want to finish what I was telling you. When things aren't fine or we don't like things the way things are, the truth is we can change them for the good 
often. And that is the truth. So I want to give you an example of my closets. I have a hard time with organization of little stuff. And my closets get piled up with clothes. Maybe they're piled. Maybe they're hanging up. Maybe they're stuffed in drawers. But I get so much stuff that I can't even remember what I have. And so the truth is there comes a point when it's no longer fine for me to live that way. And so I take everything out of my closet and I only put back the stuff that I want to keep. So again, it just proves that admitting and being truthful for my with myself, I can tell when I get real anxious. Usually, I've got some closet and drawers that are out of order. When I get anxious that I can't find stuff, or I get anxious I can't decide what to wear, I get truthful with myself that I have way too much stuff, and I just clean it out. It's The truth is that it's hurtful when there's been no contact, no response with a child that I have tried to make contact with. The the truth is, it hurts. But the truth is also, I can change that. I can make a connection with another person without any response or interaction from them. I can make connection with them in my mind. You maybe have a little bit of a connection with me, and you've never spoken to me. You've maybe never even seen a picture of me. You've never heard me um, get up and talk somewhere, but you do feel a connection with me because maybe you like what I had to say. So you can connect with me in your mind. You can connect with a child that has become so distant from you by writing a letter to them, expressing all the truthful things you want to say to them, and maybe never mail it to them. But remember, we don't want to do it out of anger, we want to do it out of love and longing for 
a greater connection. Another truth I found out was about how much I weigh. Over the past year and a half, my weight would keep going up ever so slowly that it didn't seem like that major of a thing. And I kept telling myself it was fine because I could rationalize it to my age or sometimes it was like, well, I've got some other hard things going on in my life. That's how I treat myself with eating too many things that causes me to put on weight. But I never could get to the point where I believed that it was fine that I kept putting on a little weight and that I was at the weight I was at. I wasn't being truthful with myself. When I was truthful with myself, it was like, no, I like my clothes fitting a little looser. So when I was honest with myself, then I could figure out how to take action. And instead of just kind of being interested or having a desire not to weigh what I weighed, I became committed. And I took some action. And so for me to lose weight, I know that I need to invest a little bit of money and have some guidance. And so that's what I've done. And the truth was, I have tried to lose weight before and been very successful at it. And I was successful this time. But the truth is, it's been the hardest it's ever been for me to lose the nine pounds that I have lost in three months of working at it. The truth is what is really happening in your life right now. And so we ask ourselves, things seem amiss. See, things aren't as I thought they were going to be. Things are not like how I like them. So when we get real truthful, then we can take the most appropriate action that is going to help us feel better. So we kind of ask ourselves the question, now what? Can I accept what's going on in my life 
and still love my life? Can I accept others for what they're doing and still love them? Our brain wants to tell us no. Our brain kind of protects us that way. As long as we're living in a sense of fear that things not only are not going to get any better, but they're only going to get worse, then we remain stuck. And I like to refer to it that we're stuck in the weeds and we can't get out of the weeds no matter how hard we try. But the most truthful thing that we can ever believe is that we were supposed to be happy in this life and we were supposed to have opposition and be unhappy or disappointed or rejected or resentful. We're supposed to have all those good feelings. And I like that our church leaders from my church leaders from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are always focusing on how the, the positive is possible. But the opposition is there. And the opposition is, and the joy combined, is the truth. The truth is that we grow and we become and we have the fullness of life that we all desire after we have gone through hard things. It's those moments that are so precious that we feel like we are in heaven and only going through opposition gives us those endearing, wonderful, joyous moments. The truth is healing can be painful, but oh, how wonderful it feels when it has healed. The truth is Sometimes we want more than what is available to have or what we're supposed to have. But take any good thing that comes your way as just that. I honestly believe that there is no answer to finding happiness 24-7. It's those moments of happiness that we feel from knowing that the truth is opposition 
is going to come into our lives. And if you were to sit back and carefully note every hour how you were feeling, if you were feeling good or if you were feeling bad, a lot of the time is you're just going to be right in the middle. I don't know if you'd call it neutral, but it's not good or bad. It's just what is. And so those times we give no attention to. That's just kind of a resting period. It's interesting to note that we never seem to be satisfied. We always want more. When our children make a change for the positive, yes, at first that is a big thing. But we tend to think in our minds that this is the beginning and everything else is going to change and get better too. But the truth is, things don't change and happen on our timeline. So I like to think things are changing and getting the better, are getting better, I just don't know when they are all going to be resolved. So whatever healing you yourself or you feel your children need to go through to become a happier person, don't set a timeline on it. Just be willing to wait. And don't go to the place of always wanting more. You can want more as long as you are patient in your wanting. When my kids used to come home and whine, when all five kids were at home and at the dinner table about how bad their day went or what didn't happen that they wanted to happen. My husband jokingly, and maybe it was kind of harsh, but he had a philosophy that he flew out quite often to them. If you haven't had your limbs blown off by a landmine, then you've had a good day. So if you were to adopt that, and I'm not saying that you should at all, that's pretty extreme, but there are, the truth is, there are good things that happen every day, and the truth is there are not so good things that happen every day. But if we are to focus on what is true, we're more apt to believe that nothing has gone wrong, that everything in our life is going just 
like it's supposed to happen. The truth is our happiness is directly related to what we focus on or what our perception of something is or what are we comparing it to? Are we comparing it to how my day went yesterday? Are we comparing our children's behavior to someone else's children's behavior? None of that helps. But let's just compare to what is truth in our life. I want to give you an example. I was diagnosed in 1917 with multiple myeloma. Multiple myeloma, and I've maybe explained this before. My apologies if this is repetitious, but it is a cancer in the plasma of your bone marrow. And just like all cancers, we don't know why it comes up. But one thing about this particular cancer, I am in remission right now, and there is no detection of me having multiple myeloma. I had a stem cell transplant that helped that to be the case. But they also tell me there is no cure for this kind of cancer. This type of cancer will come back. And that is the truth. Now, maybe within my lifetime, they might find a cure. They do have things to keep it at bay. But there is no cure. That is a truth. But I have chosen to live in the present and say, today, I am fine. And when it does come back, then if I need to worry about it, if I need to have some anxiety, if if my life is going to end, I will deal with it then. But what I'm trying to say is I am not going to let the truth that this cancer will return stop me from living the fullest life I can live. That truth helps me to appreciate every day that I do have as another gift and appreciate it anymore. So it serves me quite well. Another truth is when you have a child that only calls you on Mother's Day, can you be grateful 
that they called you on that day? Or are you going to be resentful that that's the only day that they called you? The truth is they did call you and express some sentiment of appreciation because the truth is if they didn't like you and never wanted to talk to you and you never meant anything to them, they would never call you even on Mother's Day. So let's accept that there is something still left inside of them that they care about you. And they could, the truth is, they could care a lot about you, but you just don't, they just don't express it as often or in the way that you want them to express it. The real truth is what you look for, you will find. And those that look for happiness and look for goodness in people, they'll always find it. The truth is not what's happening around us that makes us happy. It's what we're thinking about what's going on around us. Our opinion of what's happening in our life that can make us happy or unhappy. The truth is if you're unhappy, you have no one to blame but yourself. Happiness is a choice. The greatest feeling we can feel, and I believe this with all of my heart, is to love as many people as we can love. And maybe they are people that you wouldn't even think of loving. The truth is love is always available and always feels best. I hope you have the best week ever, and I look forward to talking to you next week. A free resource of three steps of how to be yourself around your adult children. I wish I could convince you that you don't have to wait for your children to change their behavior for you to find peace and happiness in your life. So go to bonnielyman.com and let's book a call or email me at bonnie at bonnielyman.com. 
and I would love to answer any question that you have. I'm betting on what you heard today resonated with you and made sense to you. I bet some of you have even gone back and listened to my previous podcast, and it all makes sense to you, and it has helped you have a better understanding and brought you a little bit of peace of what's going on in this new role of being a parent to adult children. But many of you are still stuck. You're stuck in that you don't know how to apply it. And that is where coaching comes in. I can help you practice looking at things from a new perspective and thinking new thoughts that not only changes your relationship with your adult children, but it transfers and carries over into your entire life where you view things in a more peaceful, hopeful perspective. If you want some help, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call and let's get on a call and just talk. And you can find out about my program And you can find out if I can help you. People, the holidays are coming. I know for a lot of you that is bringing up some anxiety. But let's just get on a call and talk. And I am convinced that you can have a more memorable holiday this year than you've ever had. Also, if you go to my website, you can sign up for my email list where I send out emails every Thursday with daily tips, similar to what you hear on the podcast. And I also offer 